Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the realest podcast in the dunya, the three Muslims. We're joined here with myself, brother Anhel and Rami. How you doing, boys? Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi How you guys doing? Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bro, look at that. Look at that quality on Rami's pick, bro. Alhamdulillah, bro. Alhamdulillah. bro. Allah mubarak. Actually, let me comment on it because people are going to say that it's Qaza and that I... Um... Uh, bro, come on, bro. Don't no. don't submit to the Salafis, bro. No, no, no. I, they're, they're right. <laughs> and let me let me explain because I know someone's going to say something. Um, Long story short, I said I cannot get a skin fade and so I need it above that. And um, this technically isn't a skin fade, but it still counts Islamically as Qaza. Um, uh, but it was unintentional. I asked a person of knowledge... And a friend of mine, if I should, if I need to shave it, and he said, no, you don't need to, because that was not your intention, and mm. uh, you could just wait. So I know someone's gonna comment on it. It was not intentional. But alhamdulillah. <laughs> alhamdulillah, man's man's haram policing himself, bro. So y'all can't say anything today. So everyone's wondering, you know, where's Steph? Is Steph coming today? So unfortunately, we had to reschedule. Brother Steph is cold, but inshallah, we will get that done sometime. Um, smash that like button. We almost have 500 stream viewers already. Alhamdulillah, we're gonna start around 600 or 700. Uh, very juicy topic today. Uh, Rami, if you don't mind doing a favor since I'm hosting the stream today, can you remove all the things you added? Because it might be choppy. I'll just share myself. Yeah. Okay, no worries. Um, can you point your, your mic to, more towards your mouth? Yeah, how's it now, bro? That's better. It was just kind better. Of, kind of a Should bit I increase there. the gain or is it good? I'd say increase maybe a little bit. Increase a little bit. Let's see. How's it now? It's good. I'll let you know if it, if it starts cutting. Okay, so guys, listen. All these comments here saying stuff like this, we're not gonna we're not gonna go that far, because at the end of the day, you guys know we already hosted Sneeko on a stream. Uh, after he disrespected Islam, he mocked Salah, the Adhan. This is unacceptable. He apologized. He addressed it. Now, whether his intention was damage control and he wanted to come on a stream with us and kind of clear his name, that's not up to me to know. Only Allah knows. Or whether his intention was genuinely to learn about Islam, be educated on Islamic disrespect, why we have no chill, bro, when it comes to this type of stuff. We don't play games. Allah knows best. <clears throat> That's not up to us to judge someone's sincerity. But what is apparent is he is not, and I'm going to say this like as clear as possible, he is not qualified to be talking about Islam. We don't even consider ourselves scholars. We don't even talk about all the topics we want to talk about because some do more harm than good let alone Sneeko, who's not a Muslim, who has no idea about Islam, and what he is doing in this podcast with two women and this Islamophobic guy who's like a complete libtard like Destiny. He's been making videos about Islam for years now. I think that it's not a good thing that he thinks that he's qualified to speak on these things. Um, but before we go in, Anhal Rami, do you guys have anything to add? Yeah, I, I just I want to say let's let's uh, this is for everyone, including people in the chat. Let's you know chill with the insults and the name calling and that stuff. Let's not insult anyone. Um, when people speak ill of Islam and of the Prophet Sallallahu the Sunnah is not to respond in that same way. Right? The Sunnah is to respond either you know if, if it depends on what they're saying. But if they're speaking falsehood, then you have to correct them politely. And if they're just insulting and name calling, then just walk away, whatever. They let them sit there in their rampage and whatever. People are going to see this person is just losing their mind. But if they have, you know, intellectual, rational, logical problems with Islam, you engage with them politely. Allah says, debate, ki kindly debate with them, you know, in the Quran. <clears throat> and we know the hadith of um, the Prophet, when he was sitting, people were insulting him. Abu Bakr, radiallahu anhu, and the Prophet were both silent. 
Abu Bakr just couldn't take it anymore. He got angry. He started. He stood up, started cussing them out back, and Prophet walked away. He walked away. Mm. He, he's like, I'm. I'm not going to engage in this. You know, it's it's childish, right? He didn't say that, but you know, kind of adding my own kind of interpretation on there. So <laughs> let's 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 have the same practice. You know, Islam is better than what they believe and teaches us to be better than than them. Inshallah. So we should demonstrate that. On home, bro. Are we having a moment? Is something you'd like to say? Alhamdulillah. All right. So, two comments that I want to address. Number one, Sneeko admitted on Value Team and Money. The I think that's a podcast with Patrick by David, the entrepreneur, that he is leaning towards Islam as a truth, and inshallah, he will su- sum- submit, summit like a mountain summit. Uh, no, he must submit to the fold of fold and join the brotherhood. Here's the thing, bro. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. If he does, he does. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Like, why are we simping for non-Muslims to give Islam validation? We don't need this. Even even in Islam, like, we know from the Quran, like, there's no compulsion in, in religion. Allah has made it so self-evident, the proofs and evidence and clarity of Islam being the truth. Like, we don't need to do anything over the top. And let alone look for these little crumbs and these, these little things from non-Muslims. I don't know why. Muslims have this uh, attitude. Hunter used to be Republican and then changed his channel. He's so weird. Here's the thing. For any of you that don't know this about Hunter Avalon, I think that's how his name is pronounced. He used to be super, like, far left, bro. Uh, Sorry, he used to be super far right. Republican, conservative, gun control, uh, sorry, gun ownership, you know, white supremacy, that type of guy. He was super into that, bro. And then overnight, he completely went to the other extreme of the political spectrum, bro. So he's super pro alphabet gang, super pro abortion, super pro feminism, liberalism. This happened almost shockingly, bro. So you can imagine people like Matt Walsh, which are very far right, Candace Owens, very far right. They have a following based on people that agree with their ideology. You know what I mean? So for him, it was very weird because his whole subscriber fan base was just conflicted. Like, why are you going from one side to another? You know what I mean? Um, But unfortunately, this is where he stands now. He's super liberal. And uh, are ready? That's what we need to go into it. Allah. <clears throat> Can you clarify what you said to Rami about Salafis when he mentioned Qaza? This is more important. Okay. Oh no, the lag is starting. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's put this comment back up. Fahad, can you clarify what you said to Rami about Salafis when he mentioned Qaza? This is more important. Okay. So the term Salafi linguistically means what, Rami? Um, I believe those who follow the Salaf, that's what Salafis Correct. Mean. Correct. Now, the popular term, the, the popular modern day term when people use Salafi is to refer to the mob. Those that, let's say you're playing chess and then they reply to your story being like, yo, chess is haram. What are you doing? Or, you know what I mean? Those that are a little bit over the top. So I said that because y'all don't have to come for Rami's throats. This is not referring to those that are actually Salafi. The fact that I even have to explain this just goes to show how seriously people are taking these things. Um, And it's not meant to disrespect the Salaf or anything like that. Uh, I'm talking about those that are just a little bit extreme. The Prophet mentioned, you know, do not be extreme in matters of faith. You know, Islam is a middle nation. So I don't know why that's so hard for you guys to understand. Yeah. And just one more side note. If mm-hmm. you are a person who actually practices, you know, Salafiyah and so on and so forth, okay, no worries, inshallah. 
But just know there are people who also claim to practice Salafiya that would criticize you like you've never seen before. You know, certain followers of certain shaykh are so stern on their, not just their madhab, but their strain of their madhab, that if you differ with them in the slightest, uh, they will come for your throat um, in a very um, harsh manner as well. So, Gigachad writes, chess is haram according to many opinions. There is an opinion, mm-hmm. even most opinion, that chess is haram if it takes you away from the remembrance of Allah. But what wouldn't be then haram? Anything could be if it takes you away from Allah. Does that make sense? So uh, understand the, where you are getting your knowledge from. Um, there is many scholars as well that say playing soccer is haram because you are you are following rules other than the ruling, the hukum of Allah. Like, okay, so now am I going to go speeding in a, in a traffic zone? Am I going to run red lights now because I don't want to follow the laws of traffic? Like, that, where do you draw the line, you know? Uh, so I think we, we need to use our aqal sometimes. So let, me, let me put this video up, inshallah. Inshallah. I spoke to a scholar about the, uh, the whole Salafi thing, and he said that it's for the most part it's it's people that are outside of like the Middle East that when they consider themselves Salafi they're just too extreme with it, but like the actual people who are Salafi, hmm. who like that's that's their proper. Um, I guess you could say sect or, or their way of, uh, you know, practicing Islam, viewing Islam, taking from Islam and all that. It's like they're, they're pretty, I don't know, it's, it's pretty normal. It's, it's not extreme how you see with uh, the people in the West, people mm. in Europe and stuff like this. I mean, I, I kind of witnessed it myself when I was in, when I was in Egypt. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. May Allah bless you for your journey, bro, in Islam. It's been overwhelming and an emotional roller coaster, to say the least, to say the least. And I think that's been the case with most, you know, reverts. But uh Mila bless you, bro, because you still show up every single day. Alhamdulillah. So we are gonna uphold the promise that we made. Six hundred, seven hundred uh viewers, inshallah, we will start the reaction. Uh smash that like button, guys. Come on, let's let's get a... okay, listen, even even comments like this, let's not flip it's into backbiting, bro. We, you know, backbiting is is worse than I think. There's there's a there's a narration. You guys can correct me wrong, but one one act of backbiting is equivalent to ten acts of zina. So, uh, yeah. well, I've never heard that before. Yeah. So so if that is true, under and it, it is a major sin. Well, backbiting, regardless of what you say, is a major sin. So yeah. understand that whatever the case may be, if we agree with mm-hmm. Sajid, if we don't agree with Sajid, if we agree with anyone, we're not going to do backbiting here. And I don't want you guys spreading this fitna because not only are you going to get the sins for no reason, anyone that submits to the will of your emotional unintelligence in the live chat is also going to get sins now for no reason. So let's be smarter than that. All right, Bismillah. It's or disobeys you in some ways. The Quran does order Muslim men to like strike their wives. Do you think that's okay? I mean, if it works for them, I wouldn't do that. I think I can uh, show discipline and show... What? Is it okay? Wait, these are such easy questions. Like, is it good to beat wives? Uh, no. But like Sneeko, you know, the, the red pill brain just kicks in. Hey, do you think it's okay to beat the f*** out of your wife? Like what it says in, in the Quran? Um, you know, if it works for them. Wait, if it works for who? Do you think it's like it's working for the wife while she's getting her head bashed in? You think she's like, well, at least this is working for our marriage. I, I don't think so. Now we all know and love Sneeko. We've talked about him quite a lot on this channel, and uh, he's like the the present that keeps on giving, you know? One second, you think finally it's over. He's gone officially too far. He's crossed that line. There's no way he's coming back from this one. And then somehow, like 
a evil doppelganger of Jesus Christ, when you think he's gone, he's not. And poof, he rises from the dead once again to drop an even worse take. It's like, how many bad takes can one human being formulate inside of their brain? We will never know until we get some kind of data collection done on Sneeko himself. So Sneeko recently had a conversation with our friend Destiny, where he was asked some questions about Islam. Now, most people who watch me know that I'm incredibly big. Islam. <laughs> based in red pill when it comes to Islam. Uh, basically, I am of the flaming hot opinion that Islam, like most other religions, is garbage. And of course, Islam, like a lot of other religions, also supports oppressive, disgusting beliefs and views when we're talking about women, gay people, progress, etc. Sneak up. Okay, so just just progress. a quick disclaimer right now. I know, bro. <laughs> listen, listen, we're gonna this this little ten minute video is probably gonna take us two hours, bro, because of all, all that we have to say. But to keep it succinct, for background context, right? Because it's important. Context is everything, including in Islam. Um, this man was far right, as I mentioned. He was super Christian, right? Super about that life. He was uh, about these traditional values, religion, and all that. He then left Christianity. So it's important to note that. And I believe he's also an atheist now. So just so you guys know where he's coming from, combine that with being a lib, he is going to super uh, go anti to theism. I want to comment more on that in the future, inshallah. Just just remind me, because it's, it's an important point. Sure. Let's not insult people. Again, like, listen, if you don't like what he's saying, you know, I don't like it any more than you, but let's, mm -hmm. let's deal with it in a way that will actually benefit people. I don't think you saying that is, is making much of a difference. So I'm going to put up the super chat and then we can begin, bro. Okay, inshallah. Damn, mashallah. Jazakallah khair. May Allah bless you. May Allah bless you, bro, for real. Because I have no idea how much... Uh, Allah is going to bless you for the support, inshallah. May Allah accept our deeds. Allah, ma'ameen. Alhamdulillah. Ameen. Sneeko was recently asked, what does he think about Islam? Let's find out what Sneeko has to say. Surely there's not going to be anything here disgusting or shocking in any, any conceivable way. In fact, I'm sure this is going to be uh, akin to a religious sermon that enlightens all of us. Take it away, Sneeko. Do you think Islam is the most like red-pilled religion? In case you still didn't hear that, she said, do you think Islam is the most red-pilled religion? Now, remember, uh, in this little disgusting hell world that Sneeko inhabits, red pill is just short for hating women, being against progress, and overall <laughs> having bot talking points associated with Alex Jones. That's pretty uh, much what red pill means. That's a good question. Um, Dave, should, like the first uh, person who red pilled me, I think, early on was Malcolm X. And like his, his life, what's funny about that, isn't he? <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, did you know that Malcolm X is a leftist? Yeah, but he also was pro-segregation. He had a lot of uh, right-wing ideas, too. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, but he was also pro-segregation, okay? I like how he doesn't even try to hide it. He's like, yeah, pro-segregation, you know, right-wing, right? -wing, right? <laughs> um, I think he was anti-immigration. Um, yeah, and I like the fact that he converted to Islam in jail. Same thing with Dave Chappelle. He converted to Islam. A lot of people that I that I respect ended up uh, finding Islam, so I think that there's something to that. Andrew Tate. Um, yeah, he's a Muslim. He's now. a Muslim. Yeah, Tristan Tate. Um, uh, okay, so as we know, Andrew Tate converted to Islam not too long ago. So we all know that Sneeko rides Andrew Tate's dick harder than a $100 gay prostitute ever would. Odds are Sneeko is feeling a desperate need to defend Islam because his big daddy, Andrew Tate, is a Muslim now. Um, who I'm closer with, he's a, he's a Christian. Andrew Tate getting banned off of Twitter is like his version of going to jail and like converting to Islam. <laughs> uh, we got banned off of all social media, Airbnb, every single, not just Twitter. Are you against grooming? Uh, define grooming. Um, trying to convince like 
basically trying to raise children into doing sexual acts or you know becoming sexual with uh, an adult in the future yeah that's gross okay i'm really glad that she clarified that for for sneeko i feel like he might have thought grooming is when you uh take a shower and then comb your hair and, and use a hair dryer and put on deodorant yeah okay white boy got jokes i want to make it clear i don't think anyone thought that's what he meant by grooming but how do you feel about like the fact that muhammad like married a nine-year-old girl or am i just wrong about that um listen that was just his hustle <laughs> I don't know how true that is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak. That's like shaky territory. You're about to get a lot of people upset about. about but that I don't answer. think any Muslims deny it. Like I think it's common knowledge. No. If that's true, then he's not. Then you know nobody's perfect. I mean, a lot has been said already. There's, bro. We can talk for like 20 I minutes, know. 30 minutes, just about these these few sentences. I know. That they, that they I said. know. Listen, we'll we'll do a quick little pause before we go into the video, guys. Smash that like button. We're about to go on this one. Though. What do you think so far, bro? No one's perfect. If that is the case, no one's perfect. Okay, so Bismillah. The, firstly, the stuff about um, anti-progress, anti-this, anti-that. Um, that was a clip. It's going. I believe it's going to come up later in the video, so I'm going to save all that for when he mentions it in the actual video. Um, I don't want to go based off that clip, but based on uh, what Sneeko was asked about the Prophet Muhammad, I actually I don't think Sneeko aiming to disrespect Islam. I think Sneeko's actually, um, for lack of a better word, scared to disrespect Islam again because he knows basically what some Muslims are based, you know, what, what some Muslims are going to do. Not that Islam really encourages that kind of behavior, but unfortunately, some people don't fully abide by Islamic rules. And he doesn't want that he he doesn't want that hate. So I think he's actually trying to be fair. I don't think it has anything to do with Andrew Tate. And he as a person, I think, actually respects Islam a lot. Now, the, the Prophet, peace be upon him, Marrying Aisha radiallahu anha. Not only were there a lot of details left out of that point, but anyone you ask that question to nowadays is going to view it in the lens of nowadays. This is called the fallacy of presentism. Historians must use this when looking at previous societies. Um, I'm not going to get into the... I, I really want to talk about the New Testament stuff, but I'm not going to get into that because that's a great example of how when we view what they say back then, we understand it one way, but maybe it was a figure of speech for them. They understand it. A different way now. What does this have to do with Aisha radiallahu anha? At the time, and all throughout history actually, the point where a, a child becomes an adult is when they hit puberty. When they hit puberty, they're basically viewed as an adult. Men were going to wars and fighting battles because uh, they were considered adults. Men would ha you know, Young men would have their own families and that stuff sometime after, you know, soon after hitting puberty because they were considered men and women as well. This is not something that was strange or that was weird. And the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is not like the weirdo outside the box. None of his absolute haters even criticized him for that because this was something that was normal. Now, Islam actually came to regulate a lot of, of the things on marriage. Like, for example, polygyny, before there was no limit. Islam limited it to four without completely removing it because we believe polygyny, there's nothing wrong with it as long as it's done controlled. Um, secondly, Islam says that they must be physically, mentally, emotionally mature. Now, the Prophet ﷺ did the marriage contract through the permission of, um, you know, Abu Bakr, her father, when she was six, and then waited three years to actually be with her until she hit puberty and she was mature in that sense. Now, this mm. nowadays is illegal, and we wouldn't do it. No Muslim in the world would would. Well, I don't say in the world, but you know, in most parts of the world, wouldn't do it today because um, children don't mature like they did back then. Not just mm. you know, physically because they were in a hotter climate, which speeds up the process of puberty, but because um, a lot of kids, you know, they're not put into the real world. They're sitting on iPads and, and so on and so forth. So mm. 
um, it's a completely different world. And this is the thing that people, I want you to understand. This is the simplest way for me to explain it. If you live back then, you would be doing the same thing and you would have no problem with it, right? Actually, one more point. I don't know where Hunter lives, but I love making this point because California, I, I don't know what their political leaning is, but they seem to be very, very left-leaning, very left-leaning. In California, anyone of any age can get married with parental consent. So if the Prophet, peace be upon him, existed today, and Aisha, radiallahu anha, existed today, and they did exactly what they did today, there would be no problem with it if they got you know, legally married with the permission of the father in California. There would be no legal repercussions. It's completely allowed. Bro, as far let as me... Know. Yeah, let me add something to that. So basically what you're saying is throughout history, everyone deems that an adult means that they're of mature age, they've incited or initiated puberty, right? But Islam was the first thing that came and basically said that it is not until this age of maturity that you can consummate a marriage. Does yeah, that make sense? So and not only that, I want to add to the fact that I know what you were saying is 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 fine that she had the consent, but before the Prophet basically wanted to marry Aisha, she was already engaged to someone else. And, and it's, it's very, this is something that is in, extremely important to predicate this upon because it just goes to show the normalcy of that. However, there are people saying that, you know, P was accepted back then or Aisha was six years old when the Prophet married her and was nine years old and he consummated the marriage. And that this was something, uh, and another comment said that the this thing, <clears throat> you cannot use the Prophet because of this being normalized. No, this was never being normalized. Going for someone before the age of consent or puberty and consummating the marriage, this was never okay. This was something that you find in the Bible. This is something you find in Western history and European history. But this was never something that was part of Islam. Additionally, the life expectancy back then was about 31 to 33 years. Women, as soon as they enter puberty, they all started having kids. This is something like across the board. Just do a little bit of research and, and think about it. Inshallah, it'll be fine. Um, Aziz writes, how was I <clears throat> unsubscribed from this channel? Bro, you guys already know YouTube's coming after us. <laughs> Subhanallah. Yeah, but I hope that clears it up because, again, like when you view any point of history through your lens with your court cultural norms and moral beliefs and, you know, outlook on the world, you're going to see a lot of history um, is weird or different or strange or bad or wrong. Um, even like imagine like oh the Spartans why were the Spartans so keen on being warriors and fighters and you know oh that must have sucked why why I believe they loved it because that is what men that that was what a man was back then so it wasn't an issue mm. for them so nowadays people just want to make money and and you know engage in their own uh, hedonistic uh, pleasures but that's mm -hmm. because that's what liberalism teaches you so again policy yeah. of presentism I want to address. Top Striker Academy writing P is not acceptable. I'm going to be honest with you. I agree. Islam agrees. No one's denying this, bro. What I want you guys to understand is there's a very amazing refutation on this topic because this is a bothersome topic, you know? We as Muslims, we're never going to be on the uh, wave where it's like, okay, God knows best, accept it, have blind faith. We don't want any of this. So I want you to understand that this YouTuber, his name is Full Metal Theist, by the way. He came out with a very extensive, I think, 30 or 40 minute plus refutation on this, very going in-depth into this. And it's very palatable for even a layman. It's not anything too technical or anything. I highly recommend you guys to watch it, inshallah. So uh, the video is by a YouTuber uh, brother named Full Metal Theist. And I think the video is titled The End of the P Argument. Something like that, inshallah. So if you're serious about it and you want to actually challenge your views and get some education, watch it. If you want to continue being arrogant, you're, you have free will, bro. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I don't know anything else. Want to add?
Been with the Knighthoods, the Hadiths. <laughs> okay, so here we're greeted by the first amazingly insightful take here from Sneeko. What do you think about grooming? How do you feel about Prophet Muhammad marrying a nine-year-old? In reality, by the way, Prophet Muhammad married the girl when she was six and then fucked her when she was nine. Just to be clear, you know, that way we make sure we get those lovely details accurate. And upon hearing this, Sneeko responds, nobody's perfect? I'm sorry, what? Nobody's perfect? That's the, that's the excuse you use when you forget to take the trash out, okay? That's the excuse you make when, when you accidentally overcook your toast one day. Not, oh, I raped a child? Well, nobody's perfect, you know? Hey, everybody makes mistakes around here. We're all human, okay? We oh, no, what was that? I said to pause it for a second. Why is this guy so emotional? Um, I think that just his temperament, bro, in general. I don't think that he seems very triggered in a lot of the videos I've seen. Yeah, I can I can see why you know people of his um his political standing or whatever uh, watch his video. He's entertaining, but unfortunately, in this case, I've I've heard him have you know interesting takes and interesting points. And I think he's a very articulate person, but in this case, he's not saying anything really. Like, what is he just? What is he saying? He's just asserting a lot of. Uh, non-truths about the prophet peace be upon him and uh, painting it as something that um, especially for the time again was completely normal and there was no issue with it and there was no harm to Aisha radiallahu anha either um, and if there was they wouldn't have uh, engaged in you know you know marrying at that age or anything again that is why they waited but he's not really saying anything he's just kind of going on this emotional tangent and insulting and He's really like, if you think about it, what point is he making? He's just yelling at Sneeko, criticizing him and talking about how bad Sneeko is and trying to throw a stem under the bus. I think mm. he, because of Christianity, ha has done a, I'm going to save it because it ties into the big point about liberalism and the mm. history of that. So okay. I'm going to hold my tongue for when it comes up. Bismillah. We've all committed pedophilic acts of rape before. What? What is just part of the human experience, you know? Nobody's perfect, okay? I forgot to take the trash out. You raped five kids. You know, we're, we're all kind of the same. This is hysterical in one of the most disturbing ways comprehensible to mankind. What the fuck is wrong with you, creep? Now, I'm gonna pull this up as well. So I went over this, okay? And because uh, because people dispute sometimes the nine-year-old wife thing. So the wife's name, the nine-year-old girl, was Aisha. So the... <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. He doesn't speak Arabic. I know, I know, I know. I'm stuck for These are are multiple different passages, I believe, from the Quran or the Hadith, all reporting on Aisha's age. He stayed there for two years or so, and then married Aisha when she was a girl of six years old, and he consummated that marriage when she was nine years old. This is generally considered the second most reliable collection of the Hadiths. She writes that Muhammad, Allah's messenger, married me when I was six years old and I was admitted to his house at the age of nine. Here, when she was seven years old, she was taken to the house as a bride when she was nine, and her dolls were with her. And when he, the holy prophet, died, she was 18 years old. This is another part from the Hadith, written by Aisha herself. The apostle of Allah, may peace be upon him, married me when I was seven years old. The narrator, Suleiman, said, or six years. He had intercourse with me when I was nine years old. So yeah, but anyway, that's uh, that's Sneeko saying nobody's perfect, you know? Nobody's perfect. That's why Muhammad had to rape a child. It's for the Quran. Okay. You know, okay. Nobody's perfect. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again, this this notion of like, okay, what, what is the definition? What do you think about what? this? Um, I don't I don't know about that. I haven't read those passages. Mm -hmm. Um, but regardless, like, what what definition are we using? Because it's a lot of assertions, but you're not actually defining uh, what you mean. So when you say that word, I'm not going to say you know because we might get um, you know taken Just away. Just the grape, bro. Grape like the fruit. Okay, type. So with that word, what are you actually saying? That is when you. Do the act without consent it's it's force or coercion or you get them in a state where they don't know even what they're doing you know if they you intoxicate them to that point and then you take advantage of them again 
especially, especially for the context, that's not what it was. And there was cases of, of that in, in the time of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And when the person was found, he was actually um, put to offing, uh, not living anymore, right? Um, and that's in Islamic law. So there's no such allowance for this in Islam. And it doesn't fit even what you're saying, you know, because Aisha radiallahu anha, she accepted because it's, it's an obligation for the woman to also want to do it. And if she didn't want to, it would have been eradicated like in her first marriage. And then um, waited three years for her to even be able to basically, by their standards, get to the age where she is allowed to, you know, consent or whatever. And by the way, all of nikah, the whole point of the contract is that I consent, I'm going to be with this person and be, uh, you know, sexual with this person. That's literally the whole point. It's unlawful to be sexual in any, basically with anyone else unless you have that, that marriage contract with them. So you're just making these assertions without actually, I think, even understanding the context or, you know, what you're saying and how it uh, relates to the context. Hmm. All that because he said one word, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? Restricted? Prohibited? No, prohibited, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would I would like his take on that, you know. I as far as I know, I've at least heard, maybe it's speculative, but statistically most people who, you know, um whatever with children are from that group or that inclination. So I'd like his take on that. Mm -hmm. but let's get, let's get back to the video. Even within either it's the hadiths or the Quran, if your wife cheats or disobeys you in some ways, the Quran does order Muslim men to like strike their wives. Do you think that's okay? I mean, if it works for them, I wouldn't do that. I think I can uh, show discipline and show. What? Is it okay? Wait, these are such easy questions. Like, is it good to rape children? Uh, no. Is it good to beat wives? Uh, no. But like Sneeko, you know, the, the red pill brain just kicks in. Hey, do you think it's okay to beat the fuck out of your wife? Like what it says in, in the Quran? Um, you know, if it works for them. Wait, if it works for who? Do you think it's like it's working for the wife while she's getting her head bashed in because she wouldn't suck her husband's dick long enough? <sighs> Again, like... I want to I wanna be clear on this. In, in Surah Nisa, in the fourth chapter of the Quran, in the 34th ayah or verse, right? It very clearly says that there is a, a, an order or sequence or hierarchy of how we should maintain responsibility and authority with our spouses. And, you know, you abandon her bed, start talking to her, all these yada, yada, yada. And then at the very end, what does it say, Rami? Just so we're clear on it. Because we're not sugarcoating the deen. What does it say? Um, After, sorry, I wasn't listening to the ayah. After it says... How does the ayah end? What is the, what is the phrase that they take out of context? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, It says to darb, which means actually not beat, but strike. Okay, now... The tafsir from, you know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, bro. It's to literally use something like a miswak, something literally harmless, not even to hit her, not to inflict damage, pain, harm, none of that, right? And just to demonstrate your physical power over her, to basically show that this is what it's come to. I don't want it to go to this. I would rather divorce you than do this. There's never been the process of, there's no evidence no hadith nothing he never hit women never beat women nothing like that never went against anyone's will nothing so i don't know why it's so hard for them to understand this bro yeah and i mean even the way he's describing it it shows a clear lack of understanding um of islam in general when he described oh you know when a wife is is getting her head bashed in um for not you know whatever whatever for the husband this is not what islam is talking about astaghfirullah alim 
um, the Prophet, peace be upon him, actually, I'm going to use narrations of the hadith just like you mentioned. Um, there's a narration from Aisha, radiallahu anha, in At-Turmadi, where she said the Prophet, peace be upon him, never hit his wives or even an animal. He never hit at all his wives mm -hmm. or even an animal, right? And there are cases, there were cases of that, you know, in, 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 at the time. And Islam makes it unequivocally clear that you are not allowed to harm your wife in any way, in any way, shape, or form. It's completely haram. And our example is the Prophet, peace be upon him. He, uh, he never did that. Now, there's a hadith from one of the companions of the Prophet. I don't know if it's Ibn Abbas or Ibn Masur, radiallahu anhum. But one of them actually said, yeah, with a miswak. Something, it's a small stick, you know. How do you beat someone with a small, uh, like a toothpick, you know, a small branch. Um, or sm not branch, branch is a little big, but a small stick. You can't do that. And the whole point of it, actually, is to limit uh, any kind of domestic abuse. To not allow it, to disallow it, to prohibit it. And to basically, like you say, it's actually a symbol of divorce. So we have this thing called talaq. And with talaq, you're supposed to basically like like hit her lightly on the arm here. It's literally a symbol that I'm, I'm literally about to divorce you. I've gone to a point where I, I don't want to be with you anymore. And I think even more evidence of this is if, if you think critically, divorce is allowed in Islam. But in this situation where the woman is not listening to her husband, she's, she's completely disobeying him, she's going off the rails, whatever situation you want to paint. And he advised her advised her advised her she won't listen so he's not even sleeping beside her she still won't listen what comes after that divorce it's divorce isn't mentioned in the ayah which which shows that this last step darb which some say actually means to kind of part ways or to leave actually means divorce and before you divorce you actually tell her listen i'm getting to this point that's actually what it signals that's why ibn kathir and other scholars they say when you do it you cannot cause pain you can't even leave a mark you can't cause bloodshed or anything. How do you beat someone or strike someone without even causing pain? And one last evidence I want to give, just to make it unequivocally clear. There's a narration of uh, Job, you know, Ayyub, alayhi salam, or Job, as some people say, in the Quran. And he was at a very you know, low point in his life. Allah was testing him. He was sick. He couldn't even move. Maybe he thought he was going to die in that state. And he said to his wife, who kept asking him to pray to God to make things better. He was too shy to ask Allah because he was blessed his whole life. He was like, Wallahi. I think he said Wallahi. But he made an oath. When I get better, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to lash you 70 times or something like that. Maybe he thought he was going to die in this day. Allah Alam. But that's how angry he was. And then he got better. And he was like, oh, I kind of made an oath. So what do I do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him to take grass. Grass. And to lash his wife with, with, with grass. It's like essentially just tickling her. Just... And this, these are our prophets. He swore an oath by God that he should not break, especially as a prophet. And Allah, the way he gave out, he didn't say, oh, just hit her. No. He said, take something that's not going to hurt her at all and do it because you're still technically fulfilling your oath. Mm -hmm. This is how merciful Islam is. So this mm -hmm. understanding you have is completely flawed. It's westernized and uh, un-Islamic. You guys know a YouTuber named Dao over Dunya? Yeah, I think I, love, I think he's on TikTok. He's he's watching us now, bro. I love his shorts, bro. Yeah, yeah. They're so like to the point, and he always he, he has a little bit of uh, sarcasm in his in his. I love it, bro. And yeah. it's straight up, sometimes satirical, but it goes right to the point, and it's always evidence based. Yeah. And uh, Miller, bless him for that, bro. You're always welcome on the stream. I mean, barakallahikum, bro. I just messaged him saying that his stuff is so underrated. Alhamdulillah. Sneeko needs a detox alive with you guys, and Sheikh Uthman would do great. Oh, we've already done that. We've done a live with with him, Sheikh Uthman, uh, Young Don, another YouTuber. Know something, guys. 
that, that was like that was like a whole villain arc, bro. We don't know. We're not even getting into that. So yeah. Um. One more note on Sneeko, just quickly. I don't think I don't know why Muslims are mad at him. Like he's the one insulting Islam. I think it's because he does not want to insult Islam that he's he's trying to put it off. You know, the way, and it's wrong, you know, because these things are detestable things, but they're just not an Islamic problem. He just doesn't know that because the way it's being put to him is that it is an Islamic problem. He's going based mm-hmm. off the words of these people who don't know any any more than him um, and are misconstruing the situation either intentionally or unintentionally. So I don't think we should be jumping on him saying, you know, oh, look at him. He's not he's not the one insulted, insulted process and saying he's the this, he's that. There's actually there's another guy who's saying that. And I think we should focus on his. thing. Do you really do you remember, bro, that we did this reaction to Destiny, Abba, and Sneeko? And Destiny has a history of trying to put Sneeko in this weird box that you're not allowed to disrespect any religion until you disrespect Islam, knowing that he doesn't want to do it. So I'm not really surprised, bro. Yeah. But why Sneeko is still associating with them, that's beyond me, bro. I think she's like, well, at least this is working for our marriage. I don't think so. When you say it works for them, you mean it works for the abusive, disgusting, subhuman husband who's beating the fuck out of his wife. Maybe it works for him. I'm pretty sure the woman getting beaten probably isn't working out so good for her. It works for them. Again, this is what you say when you're asked questions about like an open marriage. Well, you know, if it works for their relationship, that's fine. Not, is it okay to beat your partner? But once again, Hunter Avalon here with the incredibly hot takes, like, uh, don't be, don't, don't beat your wife, kids. Don't do it. It's bad. It works for them. I wouldn't do that. I think I can, uh, show discipline and show in different ways. When you say like, if it works for them, you're like indifferent if some men beat their wives. I mean, it worked for a long time, like before the seventies, like it worked for a long time. No, it didn't. You chuckle fuck. Are you okay right now? Did you, did you pop <laughs> one too many red pills this morning, buddy? Did you, uh, did you overdose on your prescription? What the fuck are you talking about? It did not work for a long time. What happened for a long time is wives were beaten, treated like second-class citizens, abused and raped viciously and constantly by their husbands. And a lot of the times nothing would happen because of it. He brings up the seventies and we will play the rest of his clip here in a minute, but back before the seventies, uh, I believe that domestic abuse was handled as a domestic issue. Police wouldn't even get involved if the wife had been beaten by her husband. A lot of the times they would just let the family handle that. And this allowed for that abuse to continue. With- oh no, bro. Why are you smiling still? Because I saw a comment that said never trust a person with low testosterone. Yeah, but what is what is a chuckle F? Like, what is that? I've never... I'm 25, bro. I've never heard that in my existence. I've never no consequences. That, this didn't work for a long time, Sneeko. For a long time, wives were abused and treated like second-class citizens. This isn't working for a long time, okay? This is the problem, by the way, when you uh, neglect studies and would rather go by personal experience like Sneeko and these other red pill chuckle fucks like to do. Instead of, hey, was domestic abuse occurring back then or not? Well, you didn't hear about it, right? So it was probably not as big of a deal. That's his mindset here. Because you didn't hear about it, because you didn't see it happening, then it probably wasn't a big deal. But in reality, behind the scenes, wives everywhere were being abused. I don't think there's much of a point to say on that, to be honest. Um, He's just saying, you know, women in the past have been abused and abuse is bad. We would agree with that. Um, I agree with one thing he said. Yeah. That... You should do some research. You shouldn't just jump on what you think. I agree, bro. And my message to Hunter is you should do your research too. Because those that finally start having a little bit of wisdom, think they're all sciencey all of a sudden, they become atheist. Sure. But then at the other other side, the other end of that, when you finally get a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge, you then come back to theism. You you come back to believing in God. Because it's the only thing that that we know for a fact is real. Yeah. Um, Yeah. On that note, I do want to add, 
um, and this is not an insult to Hunter. I think I myself, uh, have, you know, fall into this category as well. Uh, this especially goes for, for young men like myself and for like Hunter. I'm assuming he's around my age, 22, 23. It's very easy for us to sound smart, to, for us to sound like we know what we're talking about, for us to sound like we've studied it for years. Most of the time, especially for young men like myself, we have not. And it's very clear to Hunter or in Hunter's case, but not obvious, you know, for what his viewers are seeing, that he does not know what he's talking about. But he's very, you know, um, uh, entertaining, very foul mouth, but he's very entertaining. People love listening to this kind of stuff and this dramatic, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, let's both hate this common enemy together kind of scheme. So I, I see why people watch him, but it's not an academic take. He's just literally throwing a tantrum in front of the camera. And I don't say that to be insulting. What else is he doing? And now he's right in some cases. You know, what Sneeko is saying that, oh, it's okay. It's not a big deal brushing off. is detestable. It's wrong. He should not do that um, in Islam. But the thing is, Islam doesn't encourage these things like he's being portrayed. And if Hunter did a little bit of research on Islam, he would have known that. Or maybe he did, and he just doesn't want to be fair to Islam. Allahu alam. But um, I would say take from the older and those who are a little more learned. We Muslims sure have a lot of enemies. Um, yeah, but you know, it's okay. We're 2 billion people in the world. Why is my, what? My camera's from Minecraft. It's a little blurry. The quality, the quality of your camera, bro. It's not the quality like of your camera. It's it on a, on a Nokia. It's the, it's the connection, bro. I see. Rami, Rami still has a Blackberry, bro. Like he asked us, what's your BBM? And I was like, BBM, bro. Who, who still uses Blackberry? Yeah. Yo, you know, Andrew Tate said the same thing, not the whole Blackberry thing, but he said that uh, usually people that are like younger than 30 just have no no real clue about what they're talking about. And like they might have like some knowledge here and there, but like it's knowledge that's usually acquired from someone else that's older than them or it might be from like some life experience. But for the most part, like it's not till you're you're past at least 30 mid or something like that, that you actually start having like more real knowledge, more wisdom and life experience. And I mean, I can, I can honestly say the truth and that and I can, I can say that for myself. Like Rami, you said it for yourself, but I'm sure you can say it for yourself. You know, like I, bro, I have a YouTube channel where I'm like talking about these things and I can sit back and say, yeah, I, I don't know a hundred percent. Like that's why I don't make that many videos because I don't know as much as uh, many people think that I would know. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just trying to like just bring it back here where it's like the real question I want to ask is why is this this guy so emotional and his response about Islam and stuff like this? Hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. What what happened with him and his experience with Islam? that he's acting this emotional about it. Yeah. Mm. And I think, I think there's a level of emotion that is justified because you're talking like from his perspective, he's, he's talking about domestic, you know, hitting and um, uh, having intercourse with someone without their consent and all these things, which terms I will not say for sake of our, how, uh, but, how, how much of a W stream would it be if in this stream of Hunter going off, Someone comes and actually takes the shahada, bro. Someone new. Just imagine, that would, bro. That would, that would be amazing. But I want slingshot. Can you can you comment if if you're actually ready? Like you've done a little bit of research, um, you know a little bit about Islam, and we can get you on the stream. You don't have to even have your video. It can be audio only. We'll walk you through it, inshallah. 
Um, we're going to stream for another maybe max 30 minutes, inshallah. So just comment. And if that's the case, uh, reach out to me on Instagram and I will send you the link, inshallah. Okay. Now I want to finish my point. Yes. Which is that I think a level of emotion is justified because these are, you know, emotion inducing topics. They are horrible acts. But the problem is that when he throws it onto Islam and just insults our prophet, our beloved prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, um, who sh actually has been a um, a, a beacon of, um, I'd say, progress, positive progress in the world because of the religion that he brought and the effect it had on the people around him. And we will get into that, inshallah. Yeah, well, I mean, if you Google it, he's the most influential man in all of history. Very true, very true. The book from Michael Hart, The 100. SubhanAllah. Yeah, and this mm. guy was a Christian, by the way. He wanted to put Jesus and Paul above the Prophet, but he couldn't. He That's what he wrote, actually. Alhamdulillah. Let's uh, get back to the video. Can you can you keep an eye on the comments, bro? When uh, <clears throat> when Slingshot comments, we need to add them up. Because I can't really see the live chat too well. Yeah, no worries, inshallah. Okay, Alhamdulillah. We don't want to miss it. Actually, there is one more. Hey, Anthony. People use rhetoric to make themselves appear articulate, but in, uh, but, uh, in all honesty, it's just a front that indicates they don't know what they're talking about. A lot of the time, a lot of the time, actually, that is the case. Now, maybe some people know what they're talking about and they're very, you know, um, rhetorical in their speech and they're very articulate. Um, but a lot of the time, you know, they don't know what they're talking about. And a good way to test this is just think, what are they actually saying? What are they actually saying? What are the implications of this? Does this fully line up? Just think critically about their statements. People shouldn't be afraid to engage with, you know, non-Muslims who are saying things about Islam. There's no problem. Just, you know, look into it. Alhamdulillah, the brother's done research on Islam. Alhamdulillah. Bro, do you have Instagram? If you have Instagram, please DM at the three Muslims, right? DM ASAP and I will send you a link to this stream. And uh, inshallah, just uh, you can join anytime, bro. May Allah accept it from you, bro. Allahumma ameen. So no, this did not work for a long time, Sneeko. For a little while, it just wasn't talked about and recognized as a massive issue the way that it is nowadays. Men beat their wives. I mean, it worked for a long time. Like before the 70s, like it was common for the husband to, you know, give her a slap once in a while. She was acting up. But, you know, that's going to get you in jail now. So I'm not going to advocate anybody to do that. I don't think. Listen to this weasel. Listen to this weasel bitch right here. You know, back in the 70s, you could smack her if she was acting up. So what does it mean for your wife to act up? Oh, right. It's completely subjective and arbitrary. So it's up to the husband to decide. So maybe if he doesn't like the fact that his wife wants to, I don't know, go to art class, then he can beat the fuck out of her. Because in his mind, that's her acting up, right? There's no real way to measure whether or not she is acting up. That's just left up to the drunken husband's subjective discretion. So first of all, that doesn't even make sense. Second of all, listen to this guy weasel away from actually owning the position. You talk such a big game about being the alpha who's not a bot, who's not afraid to say it how it is, bruh. But now you're weaseling away from owning the incredibly despicable position that you've pretty much already owned. Now when push comes to shove, well, it's illegal, so I'm not really advocating for it, huh? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you spineless cuck. Don't now, so I'm not gonna advocate anybody to do that. I don't think, also, I don't, yeah, I don't think hitting women is good. You, you should be able to control, you know, control the situation in different ways. Okay, so he, he, so it worked for a long time. If it works for some couples, it's cool. You're also not saying to do it because, you know, it's illegal. And then at the very end, we get the little cherry on top, but it is bad to hit women, okay?
I'm just gonna just gonna pause it real quick. So uh Slingshot mentioned he doesn't have Instagram. So in that case, Slingshot, just enter your email into this chat. Do not enter the whole email because YouTube is gonna block that from being a comment. So just enter everything before you write the at and then the Gmail or Yahoo or whatever the heck that is. Just enter what the term is, if that makes sense. Just the main thing before the at sign. Enter that correctly um, with any underscores or anything like that. And once that is done, then send a second uh, comment saying if it's Gmail or something like that. Inshallah. Because we're doing this no matter what, inshallah, today. Thank you. Wow, you finally managed to come around to the right position, dude. Destiny, are you pro or against beating women? Probably say against, you know. All right, cool. Pretty brave, I'm but so yeah. Brave. Come on. What are you looking at? What you been looking at this whole time? I think that's the end of it already. That is a a surprisingly terrible take, even for somebody such as Sneeko. Domestic abuse worked for a long time. Raping children. Nobody's perfect. My God. This guy gets up here, by the way, on Twitter, and he feigns moral outrage about things like vaccines and mandates. He acts like he's so moral and courageous for being against the vaccines and the mandates and Bill Gates and all the typical conspiracy talking points. He thinks he's so brave and so, so moral, so virtuous when it comes to this. But then when it comes to the issue of domestic abuse or child rape, you can't even take a hard position. It takes you a fucking half hour to weasel your way through a bunch of mental gymnastics to finally land on the well, you know, beating women, it, it, it is bad, by the way. Did I mention don't do that? What a cuck. Sneeko is a pathetic piece of shit. The fact he has any relevance at all still is concerning. I think that it speaks volumes to how uh, deranged and degenerated our society has become. Somehow he garnered an audience, mostly from sucking Tate's dick. And now this is where... Okay, is there any benefit to the yeah, rest of the video? Think, I think no, he's just think like... Uh... Just going on an emotional outburst against Sneeko. <laughs> um, and I think there's a way to articulate this without... Um, the vulgar language in the did you, did you see any comments, bro? Or no, um, I have not yet. And most people, when he comments, they they put, Oh, he commented, he commented. We just got to find it, but um, I don't know, I haven't seen it yet. But um, he didn't. I thought the clip from the beginning would come back, but I didn't see it come back. So, um, while we're waiting for the comment, and now maybe fight if, if you're able to see the comments, then you can, you know, keep an eye out while I. Kind of make trying to bro trying to but uh, slingshot please answer your email inshallah so this whole thing about uh, religion um being anti-progress and look at how he just puts all religions or at least the three abrahamic religions under the same boat as being anti-progress now anti you know um a word i can't say but it's a certain community it starts with an l has a b and a t in it as well community um, slingshot what we're saying is enter everything in your email before the at sign you know so if you, yeah if let me let me give you an example let's say rami's email is going to be rami 69 at gmail.com Let, let's just say this is his email so what you need to comment is rami 69 if you comment rami 69 at gmail.com youtube is going to ban because anytime you enter a phone number, email, personal, sensitive uh, information, it will block that out. So you need to enter it as it is without the at gmail.com. So, for example, Rami would enter Rami69. Once again, that is R-A-M-I-6-9. Did you just give away Rami's email? Perhaps. But just a little bit, bro. Because it's only one of his six emails. Type. Okay, so to get back to the main point, he puts 
religion into one category that they're all anti this, anti that. And then he says anti-progress. What the heck does that even mean? Anti-progress? That since we're not willing to change our practices or beliefs, we cannot progress? I'm pretty sure there is... What Do you believe that any moral belief you have now should change? If you did believe that, then you probably would not have those beliefs. So why are you acting as if being, you know, having a strong position and not changing your moral beliefs or your position is something that is bad? Or, you know, I don't want to benefit society. I don't want to benefit myself. So I'm going to stay stagnant in this way. The reason is because when you look throughout European history, you'll find that the church and the, the kings that were given the divine, divine right to rule, the, the divine kingship from God, held the people from progressing for a long time. A lot of Europe, like maybe only 25% of Europe was, you know, civilized and the roads were paved and the people were living decently. Everyone else was suffering insanely and there was no progress. And it was only through fighting the Muslims that they were able to see how the Muslims lived and how it was tremendously better, significantly better because of Islam and what Islam has caused them to develop. And I will speak about that, inshallah, in a bit. So after the Europeans fought against the Muslims and they saw the, the benefit of living in an Islamic society or like the Muslims, later on, they translated a lot of Arabic books from like in everything, from legislation, law and politics, to medicine, to math, to science, to religion, to philosophy, everything, literally everything you can imagine, they translated it into Latin. And they used it as the groundwork for their own progress. They created secular liberalism. And they had this notion, the same notion that you have, Hunter, that all religion is bad. All religion is anti-progress and all religion is going to keep us under. So then they created liberalism. John Locke and others created liberalism, which is let's maximize the freedom of the individual. If they want to believe whatever, that's in their heart, that's in their house. But outside in the real world, people can basically do whatever they want as long as they're not harming anyone else, even if they harm themselves. Islam does not allow such a thing. Islam values the good of the community over the good of the individual. And there's a lot more that I won't get into. But when you look at Islam, the belief in God was actually the starting point for people uh, to develop the scientific method. People like Ibn Sina, Ibn al-Haytham. They actually developed the scientific method because of God, because I told them what the universe exists in a concrete way where God has given it certain laws, a certain sunnah way of being that is it's just it's the way where it's not going to change. Right. It's the method in, in which certain things will come to be and exist and so on and so forth, certain laws and rules. And this is something that actually be, can be understood, something that can actually be understood and used to their advantage. So that's why. Ibn al-Haytham started with optics and, um, you know, some Muslims invented algorithms and early mathematics and, and all this stuff. The what, jury, do you, what, do you think, what do you think about this? He was. He was actually. He lived in Muslim society and he believed he was a Muslim. He was influenced by the same things I'm talking about. But certain beliefs took him out of the fold of Islam. Certain like philosophical beliefs, theological beliefs. about. And, and, and this isn't you making takfir. This is, this is on scholarly consensus. Ibn, I think Ibn Taymiyyah, rahmallah, he said he was, or maybe Imam al-Khazali, one of the big scholars, they, they did takfir on him. Um, mm -hmm. And he was, not, he was not able to respond you know, adequately to what, what the contentions that he was giving. But regardless, um, the point is that under Islamic rule, under Islamic governance, under Islamic society, under the Quran, the same Quran the Muslims and, and even Ibn Sina in this case was reading, they developed methods because of this, right? 
So, and that's Monroe Slingshot's trolling. Man's like, I'm not, I'm trying my best. Slingshot, buddy, it shouldn't be this hard, man. All due respect. It's just enter your. If it's not, bro, I'll just enter my email. The problem is, I don't want everyone to spam me now into the three Muslims email. Type. So, Rami, do you have a better idea or solution? If you really want, you can make a temporary, you can go on the temporary email thing, right? Uh, there's websites that have temporary emails. Keep the tab open. Put the temporary. I don't know, email. I don't know how to do that. Can you do just that? Go, just, uh, just go on a new tab and type temporarily, a temporary email and get yeah. whatever the email is. Put it in the chat. Tell him to, to email that. It will come up, inshallah, once he, he emails it. But back to the main point. <clears throat> back to the main point. <laughs> Under Islamic law and governance, these things thrived from Muslims or people who were influenced by Islam because of Islam, because they understood that God created the world in a way that is constant, uh, concrete and there are laws that will not change now and without this belief you don't have science because if everything was changing the, the 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 speed in which light travels in a vacuum uh would change you know if that would change then we don't have uh, anything solid to do use basically do science based off of now it's not just science and mathematics it's also legislation innocent until proven guilty there were even like the, i forget his name but there's a french historian and others who actually concluded that innocent until proven guilty was taken from the Muslims, was taken from the Muslims. And we have in the Sunnah of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and even in the Quran, to bring proof. If you want to make a claim, you bring your proof and your evidences. You know? And on top of that, the Maliki school of thought um, developed the jury system where you have like 13 jurors or whatever um, in the court. And this is something that, again, can be traced back to Islam that we use nowadays in our law, in our politics. Innocent until proven guilty, the jury system. So you want to talk about, oh, anti-progress. These things that progressed the West and made it so much better, a lot of them actually came from Islam. And even if they weren't directly from Islam, Islam was the groundwork, the basics, the stepping stone for these white Europeans to take all the glory and say, oh, we invented this, we invented that. And it gets a lot deeper. Check my Instagram. There's a whole video that talks about all these amazing things that uh, most likely or, or definitely came from the Islamic world. Uh, Slingshot said he's going to email this, inshallah. Still waiting for uh, an inbox email, bro. All you got to do is just send any email. Just be like, hi, that's fine with me, bro. Or hey, you can even send the two eye emoji, bro. I'm down. Whatever you want to do, bro. Just slide into my email so I can ASAP, ASAP just send you the stream. Uh... Can you guys do another stream with Sneeko? He needs Islam. If he's willing to, we're down, but um, we have not been able to get in contact with him. Well, bro, everyone needs Islam. Islam doesn't need us. Yeah. Inshallah. Slingshot, once you send the email, please just put a comment or something that you sent the email still didn't get anything bro not sad bro <laughs> i don't know why why you think i'm sad man probably the angle that i have the camera i don't know that was, that was on hell's happy face uh, can you do a stream with Hunter? Yeah, bro, 100%. Inshallah, we invite him to uh, to discuss Islam or whatever. I'd like to know his story as well, why he went from right-leaning to left-leaning, because I think he's just following the, the the sunnah or the path of the, the Europeans who invented 
secularism and uh, liberalism. Yeah, but if, if we have them on, man's got to chill out. You can't be oh, yeah. cursing or none of that stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a good point. Someone's new to the chat. Um, uh, a brother might take a shahada and accept it. Oh, I don't know why I removed that by accident. Um, might take a shahada and accept Islam. Uh, so we're just waiting to get in contact with him. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, bro. It's been it's been very consecutive lately. Alhamdulillah. Sure. Then, in the meantime, while we wait for a slingshot, let's do a quick Q and A. If you guys have any uh any questions that are relevant to the question today, um, no personal questions, please ask away. We are here, inshallah, for the people. Should love that someone said, "Don't trust a a guy with testosterone." Yeah, someone also commented, "Don't trust a guy with blue hair." Because Destiny has blue hair now. Slingshot, one word. Literally, bro, that's all you got to do. Even one letter, one emoji, bro. Just send something. Listen, in no a, in, It's huh? Qadr Allah. It's Qadr Allah. Listen. No, I'm saying like in a, in a few minutes, then it's kind of obvious, bro. Like, come on. Yo. Y'all remember that movie? Did y'all ever watch that movie? Put that comment back up. Inshallah. Which one? Which one? The, the one that, that, that you just had on. This one? By the, no, the fan, the fan page. I, I I don't know the the fano page or something like that. I lost it. <laughs> Allah knows best. We can't say if he's a troll or not. Yeah. <clears throat> if he comments, he comments. Inshallah, let's move on from it now. If he's gonna comment. He's gonna comment. If not, then it's okay. But um, <clears throat> and we're not here to question anyone's intentions. Listen, if he comes on, he's a troll. We'll kick him off in a second. No problem. We'll move on. Um, but we should focus. Inshallah, on more more beneficial things. He knows he's supposed to send it, so we'll see. Uh, what advice do you have? For finding a decent woman in the West, I think for finding a decent, um, you know, husband or wife, because this goes for women as well. There's um, certain things that it's it's not so much about where you look, but um, what you look for in a person. Because you can find someone, you know, online, like I did. You could find someone at the mall. You can find someone in the masjid. <clears throat> and I always recommend looking in better places, uh, you know, like the masjid as opposed to places like the mall and online. But regardless, for most people, I think when they get married, it's kind of like, wow, subhanAllah, this just came out of nowhere. You know, it's like I've been looking for th- for three years and now I finally found the perfect person. Uh, it's all in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when you find this person, make sure that their character and their, their religion are, are good. You know, that this person is a good practicing Muslim in their religion and that they have good mannerisms with you and with their family and that stuff. And then, inshallah, don't prolong yeah. and get married. Bro, I think the irony is that his name is Slingshot, bro. But man's like slow as hell. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. Oh, that's it. That's it right there. That's it. Look at the picture. Tell me if y'all know that movie. Oh, uh, is that what is that? If y'all know this movie, you a real one. That's all I have to say. I'm not even gonna say the movie name. So understand, bro, in Islam, Allah has a qadr, which is the divine decree, right? That Allah has basically written down everything that is going to happen from the beginning of creation till the end. But also understand that Allah does not make us do these things. Allah writes these things down. These are things that are going to happen in the future. 
and this is what this is what human beings are going to choose to do. Every action that Allah has written down that you and I do in our lives and that we don't do in our lives, these are because of us. We have free will. Because if we didn't have free will, none of this would make sense. Why would then we be punished for anything we do? Because all good and bad is not from us then. But it's because we have free will. Allah just basically writes down what you're going to do. Allah doesn't make you do it. So let's say there's like three options. You're going to go through door A, door B, or door C. Allah writes down you go through door B. Allah didn't make you go through door B. You went through door B yourself. But Allah just basically wrote down, this is what you are going to do. Because Allah is all-knowing. Does that make sense? He transcends time and space. I, I Actually, let me message them right now and ask them to set that up because I forgot to last time. <laughs> bro, Adrian. Adrian's just waiting, bro. Underrated Sigma. Sigma grind set. Internet is 4 MBPS. I don't know about that, bro. Slingshot, bro. Come on. Everyone's waiting, bro. About a thousand people just waiting here. That's all good, man. Just continue. Alhamdulillah. Inshallah. What advice would you give a teenage Muslim? Uh, give to teenage Muslims who are trying to learn their deen. Um, two things. One, start with the basics. Don't jump into the extreme crazy stuff. That's one. Secondly, um, I would say find a teacher. You know, if there's a masjid near you that has classes or something, start there. Learn under someone, and uh, read lots of books. Um, I three Institute has a YD one program. It's free. It's two hours a week, and uh, the instructors are great. The curriculum is great. I've been through it and I taught it before. So that's a good resource if um, you know if you don't have anything near you because it's online. <sighs> bro, slingshot. Listen, no, no, no. Let's be calm, guys. Listen, let's be. Some people are just not technologically savvy. Come on now, like let's have some grace, bro. Slingshot. I'm not gonna email you anything because you haven't given me your email. What I'm saying is, you need to email me. Email me anything, bro. Make the subject anything. Make the body anything. Just make sure to mention you are Slingshot509, bro. Are we clear? Do you understand? That's all you got to do. You just need to email. Just email. Let me put it again. You just got to email anything, bro. Just email me anything, bro. Wallahi, I will not take it any other way. Just, just email me something, bro. <laughs> you all remember Shikamaru, bro, from Naruto? Nah. Oh, come on, bro. Well, let me I put that. Bro, I never actually watched Naruto. Come yeah, on, bro. Watched a few repeats. Let's see. I'm Singshot writes, I'm sorry for being slow. Bro, it's all good, man. Listen, we're willing to have a little bit of patience because this, what we're doing is for the sake of Allah, right? We don't get anything out of this. We wanna, we would love for you what we have for ourselves too, which is Islam. So, why not have a little bit of sabr, guys? In the comments too. Let's let's stop with the roasting. None of that. Yeah, it's, it reminds me of this hadith where this one of the Sahaba was um climbing a tree, and his uh his toe was like lifted, and the other Sahaba saw how like skinny his legs were. 
So they started laughing. And then the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, told them that they should, they should stop. They should quit laughing because those two legs, those two skinny legs, were stronger than all their legs combined or something like this along those lines. So that we shouldn't roast, even if it's funny. Like we, we really shouldn't roast our own people, our own brothers and sisters. Mm. Okay. Uh, slingshot. I'm going to remove this now. Okay, take a screenshot of this. Email this email that you see that starts with F. It is my custom email for now. Just email anything, bro, so I can get your email. Let's let's keep it simple. All right. No, we shouldn't. Because we don't know. We don't know what he's going through, bro. Have some sabr. Um, do I have three classes start during a specific time of year? I'm not sure, to be honest. Online classes, you just join the Telegram group and a Zoom meeting once a week. And um, that's literally it, to be honest. You learn, you take notes, maybe do some assignments afterwards, which are optional. Um, but it's, it's, it's great, alhamdulillah. It's two years fully. YD1 is one year, YD2 is second year. But it's all um, it's all only two hours a week and free. So just go to the i3institute.ca and then go to YD1 and sign up there. Slingshot, bro. If you don't come, you better change your username, bro. You can no longer associate with the name Slingshot. This is not going to happen, bro. It also doesn't have to happen live. It's okay. We can always. always it doesn't. No, I get it, bro. But I don't want to. I don't want to lose communication with him, bro. He doesn't have Instagram or anything. May Allah bless him. He's not on Fitna social media app. But come on, bro. Like you got to change your name to like Snail Shot or something after this. So. All right, I'm gonna refresh this. Bismillah. This is a fitna wallahi. Alright, this is not happening, bro. We'll 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 do the live QA. If you come, you come. If you don't, you don't, bro. Alright, guys, you can go back to the the questions. Serious questions only. No, don't be facetious now. Come on. Let's only... um person here. How much longer y'all trying to do this? Let's wrap up. Oh, uh, I said we do it for like another like ten minutes. Inshallah. Invite Luke Belmont next. Who is that? I haven't heard of him. No more. <laughs> come on, uh, come on, bro! I can't email you. I don't know your email. You probably commented your email here, but we won't be able to see it. What slingshot? I just joined. I don't even worry, bro. I don't even know what's going on. I think that was a brother. Safe rights. Ask what. What's the Discord for? Rami, do you want to go into that? Uh, Discord is for, well, one, I want to make it a place where, you know, new reverse can go so they can, you know, have community around them. Um, or if any Muslim wants to join for community, they, they can do so. Just a place for people who support T3M to join and get together and discuss Islam and, um, you know, provide a good and uh, insightful community for those, uh, you know, around the world, the Muslims. Hmm. Uh, I think inshallah eventually, but nothing is set up right now. I'm still waiting waiting for the reaction video uh, that she said she wants to make. 
I haven't. Uh, I don't know if they released it yet, but I haven't seen anything. I don't know, bro. Answer this. I'm still learning. I've only learned to control one nef, one of my nefs by the will of Allah. So, I mean, the, the only thing that I can say right now, just keep it very simple and, and not like go too crazy, crazy in the detail, is mindfulness. Being mindful. And being mindful is a skill. It's not something that you can do in like one moment and then just be mindless the rest of the day. You know, like let's say the entire day you're on your phone, like scrolling through social media or you're on YouTube and you're watching video after video after video after video after video. If I were to tell you to then be mindful for like five minutes, you wouldn't actually be able to be mindful. You'd probably be able to be like mindful, maybe like 30%, 40%. But if you were the entire day actually training to be mindful, like being as mindful as you could in every situation, well, then the moment that I tell you to be mindful in those five minutes, you'd probably be at like 70 to 80%, maybe even higher. So it's like the more mindful you can be, then the, I'm not going to say easier it is, but the better you are more equipped to handle hmm. the nafs when they do come your way. Rami, is the new Discord link that you just texted me, is that the accurate one? Yeah. Okay, alhamdulillah. So guys, I'm going to put the new Discord link here. And feel free to also uh, go to refresh the video, check the description, inshallah, it's going to be the new one. Bismillah. May Allah bless you, bro, for that recommendation. Well, I mean, you guys plan to travel and do meetups in the future when you grow the channel more, uh, inshallah. Inshallah, we're going to do a meetup in about a week, guys, but we won't say the location. We're going to put out a community post saying meet and greet, and we're probably going to be there for like 30 minutes. That's it. You got to let people know a little ahead of time, bro. You got the email? Oh, let me check. Oh, guess what? I still didn't get the email. You have to pay to be on video, not on our platform. How do you avoid interest? These days, it's unavoidable. This is what was already mentioned in the hadith, that it's going to come a time when the rabbi is going to be unavoidable. Uh, any tips? It seems to be literally everywhere. Um, just avoid engaging in contracts that have interest in it, You know, whether it's a credit card or a mortgage or a loan. Um, unless there is some kind of absolute necessity, um, you know, there are ways to try your best to avoid this. At least Prophet in the hadith, he said, Rabbah would be spread everywhere to the point where even those who don't engage in it directly are kind of afflicted by its dust. So there's no way to fully avoid it in every sense of the, the term. But uh, there are ways to not directly engage in it by taking contracts. You can rent instead of mortgage. Um, you can only spend what you have in your account instead of a credit card and um, getting loans and that stuff. It's difficult sometimes, yeah, but that's uh, it's just what you got to do. Hmm. Do we follow uh, Madahib? Collectively, no, not really. Um, I usually just go to my sheikh for any uh, fiqh rulings that I need. Um, generally, I, I prefer the usul of Imam Shafi, rahimallah, but uh, that's just me personally.
uh, or if you weren't knowledgeable of it and you have a lot of debt, just ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you and then work to pay off your debt. That's all you can really do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's a certain amount of leeway that he gives people um, for being, uh, you know, ignorant on something. So ask Allah to forgive you. Don't engage in it anymore and pay off whatever you owe. Mm. Can you guys do a podcast setup tutorial? I want to really start. I really want to start one like you guys. Inshallah, we're going to be together in about a week. Um, we can make a quick video, inshallah. Rami, can you read this out? Three Muslims, no question, just appreciation. Remain strong and patient and calm, inshallah. May Allah reward all of you for what you're, uh, for all you're doing. Allahumma ameen. Barakallah fikum. Jazakallah khair, Muhammad. May Allah bless you and make you like Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen. Ameen. If someone was addicted to master... Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, since a since a young age, like pre puberty, pre puberty. Yeah, basically, like they they've been doing it since they were like four years old or something. But how, bro? How it they... happens. What do you mean how? I what are they? You can you can reach the the peak without releasing anything. It happens, bro. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So I, anyways... May Allah bless you, bro. You're too pure for this. <laughs> but yeah, so um. It's difficult, but it's going to be a full cold turkey hard detox. The answer is not getting married. No, the answer is a full cold turkey hard detox. Um, even if you need to throw your electronics in a box and lock them away and stay away from it and be out of your house like 23 hours of the day, then okay, so be it. You know, that's life. Uh, may Allah make it easy for you. But this is the test uh, that you have been afflicted with, like many other, you know, other people living in today's world. And you have to, you know, grab it. Grab the bull by the horns and deal with it. So I know maybe it sounds harsh, but there's no other answer. You just got to stop cold turkey. And I think uh, Anhil has gone a lot into detail on uh, both his channel and this channel about that. Yeah, I was going to say, man, there's um, there's definitely more to that. You know, like you definitely hit it correct. He does have to just kind of like man up and go through it. But there are so many more things that you have to set in place and uh, things that you have to take care of internally that kind of led you to begin this whole process of being addicted to masturbation from such a young age. Because it's addictions don't just happen. It's not like one day it's like, oh, like I did this and now I'm addicted. No, like an addiction happens because at some point you were experiencing something that was just a little bit too much. And then for you, it's like your body, because you couldn't, you couldn't cope with it, you couldn't handle the actual experience you you went for a coping mechanism you did something to be able to cope with what was happening and this is primarily how the addiction starts in the first place so if you never figure that out yeah you can man up you get through it but it's only a matter of time before all the urges and everything come right back around full circle and then the old patterns of behavior take over and then it's like you're right back where you started so there's definitely more but um, these are very good tips. Like definitely, you gotta man up and just start start reflecting, start reflecting more, and stay tuned because we got a little something something coming. I'm not gonna say Inshallah. too much. Inshallah, Inshallah. But we're gonna be revealing more on this as time progresses. But we're gonna drop this uh, the first of Ramadan, Ramadan. Inshallah. Inshallah. Stay tuned, guys. Be excited for that. Uh, Rami, can you read this out? One month ago, I felt low, and with the motivation from watching you, I have returned to my iman and salah. 
And ever since I have been in Ufab, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Barakallah feekum. All good is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, anything that we do, anything that we do that is good is only by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And anything that is wrong or incorrect is from ourselves, our own mistake, and from the shaitan. So may Allah bless you and increase you and keep you steadfast and allow you to be an example for those around you. Allahumma ameen. Allahumma ameen. We are not scholars. Please consult a scholar for a fatawa. Can you talk about how the evolution theory is wrong and how the story of Adam as it can scientifically be real? So, I mean, when you're dealing with science, science only looks for naturalistic explanations. So even if it is 100% true that God himself created Adam and Eve and put them on this earth, there's not going to be any scientific explanation for that because the scientific method prohibits any kind of non-naturalistic explanation. So that's why evolution uh, the evolution, the theory of evolution has to exist. Now, which, uh, which theory are you talking about? Which um, form of, uh, you know, uh, evolution you're talking about? Are you talking about like uh, Darwinism, neo-Darwinism, uh, neo-genetics? W- what kind of theory are you referring to? There are many theories um, because every single one has a gap in some way. Now, there are, I think, deductive issues, and I'm not an expert on this, right? I said before, it's easy for someone to sound smart. Me as well. I'm not an expert on this. You can go to Sabur Ahmad. He studied this. He's done a lot of great work and had amazing discussions about it. But when it comes to, for example, Darwinism, natural selection, there's a huge deductive problem with it because during the Cambrian era, there were so many creatures that were just like species that were just popping up, like boom, 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 that it's insanely improbable, like insanely improbable. Like probably more improbable than winning the lottery, that all these different species would pop up because it takes a, a significant amount of attempts to produce a certain protein that could genetic could you know cause a genetic mutation and so on and so forth. So many issues with it. And even if we take and we don't have a problem with evolution, like we can believe that humans uh, go through microevolution. And animals go through micro or maybe even macro evolution. There's no issue with that. The issue is saying that humans evolved from an animal or from a common ancestor with, with chimps and apes and so on and so forth. That's that directly disagrees with the Quran. That's why it's haram to believe that. So there's no real issue with the theory itself. <laughs> uh bro, I'm laughing because I'm already getting emails from businessmans being like yo this is like a halal investment opportunity please work with us this is ridiculous bro man go on bro slingshot just dm us let me put the instagram so and even evolution has uh, another issue which uh stephen meyer talks about in his book uh darwin's doubt which is the problem of how life originated on earth because with evolution you have to have one animal that evolves to another but what happened with the first living creature on the face of the earth the earth didn't always exist so the first living being didn't always exist so there had to be a first being now how did this get here i'm not going to say oh the only answer is god put him there but this is an issue with evolution because you lack that answer and i don't think there's any real way of knowing there are certain um there are certain theories they have like clay, wet dirt and mud and clay provided the per- perfect atmosphere uh, for the first egg- organism to evolve. And it just evolved and evolved and evolved over billions of years, uh, you know, to get to, you know, nowadays. 
but uh, there's nothing concrete as far as I know. Actually, you know what? Let me spell it out for him, bro. Because he's not going to know what a DM is. There. I'm not even trying to make fun of him. Direct message to my Instagram, inshallah. Nobody else, only slingshot. I don't know, bro. I got a question for you. I guess he's uh, AFK right now. He's 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 gone, bro. Okay, slingshot. Please take a screenshot of this. I'm gonna take this off the screen because we've been at this for almost an hour at this point, at least 30, 40 minutes. What's the question, bro? Do you really want me to ask you, bro? Go ahead, bro. Shot, bro. Who are your top three favorite YouTubers right now that you would want to bring on the podcast, but we haven't, we haven't met them yet? And then I want Rami to answer that. I mean, what do you mean by top, top YouTubers? All like, the YouTubers you want to do on the podcast, have a stream with them. What are the top three? For example, once upon a time, I would say Hamza Zortis, Muhammad Hijab, and someone else. You know, and then we already got them all. So who would you say now? Now you only think of two that we haven't had and then one that we have had, but I would love to talk to him like more in depth now and like see what are like actually no, I got three. I got three, inshallah. Um the first two, Andrew Tate, Tristan Tate. May Allah bring them out of jail as quickly as possible. Hello, man. And and may Allah, bro, may Allah reveal it to Tristan that Islam is the only way. I mean, I would say Andrew Tate. And then the, the third guest that I would want. And Aiden Ross. I didn't even think about Aiden Ross. The third person I was going to say, Iman Getsy. Because I know he got a lot of heat for the uh, the controversy that was what yeah, happened I don't know before. About that. But, hey, listen. Listen, bro. Like Nico said, hey, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, man. So... But the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was, so we're not gonna we're not gonna say that joke, bro. Yeah, Sneaker, come on, bro, do better. <laughs> Mella got him. Ooh, you guys have no idea. You guys have no idea, Rami. Say it as it is, bro. We have a, a podcast coming up with him on February tenth, so stay tuned for that, inshallah. I think literally it's next be, Saturday. Yeah, six p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Friday or Saturday? I Friday, Friday. Know. It's going to be Friday. So just me, you, and Dr. Ali because Anhel's not coming that late. Yeah. Sorry, Anhel. Oh. <laughs> my man just said it like, sorry, not sorry. Like, Oh, Abu really American, yes, we have, we have a stream with Abu coming up. We so. had him on there, bro. Yeah, we got him on already. Inshallah. I show speed. What do you guys think of I show speed? Inshallah. Mahdi Tajani, we, we did we did him on, bro. Hamza. 
We already got him on, bro. Yeah, we had him. Y'all, said, y'all name listen, people. We already he got said him. three people that we haven't had because if if it would have been people that we've had, I would have mentioned Hamza, like the YouTuber Hamza, like the the self improvement YouTuber, because we had him on at one point. But it's like I would love to have him on again and just like talk more, especially now that he's been, um, I've been waking up to more things. If you can mm. tell from the videos he's been dropping. Why don't y'all get female YouTubers? Who said we don't? We've had sisters on the stream before. Many, many a times. In that right. I wouldn't say many, but a few times. Abu Taimiya had him. We had Abu Taimiya, bro. Daniel Hakikachu. We had him, too. Come on. Yo, it just goes to show y'all haven't been watching since day one. You guys got to type in T3N Oof. and then plug in the name. Inshallah, we'll have to be one day. Inshallah. Jideon or Jideon. Yeah. Actually, I, I on my list, I included um, Aiden Speed and the Tate Brothers, but I think Jideon is the top one as well. Um, if we were to extend the list to maybe top four or five, I would include him because he did mention us on a, a debate with Young Don, just in passing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I would like to discuss you know, Christianity and, and uh, his beliefs. With him, mm-hmm. inshallah. inshallah. He is a little bit more orthodox. Doesn't do Christian, no pagan stuff. So no Easter. I like that. That's the plan. Inshallah. When he's all... inshallah. inshallah. Why does guy always comment all in all caps? Yeah, man. Why are you yelling at us, bro? <laughs> man commented again. Alright guys, inshallah, we will be ending this stream. I'm going to check my Instagram DMs one more time. And much to not my surprise, there is no DM, inshallah. May Allah bless uh, brother Slingshot and guide him, inshallah. We will quickly go over the Shahada right now anyway, regardless, because uh, so Rami, if you don't mind pulling it up. Anyone that is watching this right now, uh, feel free to follow along if you are ready to accept Islam. And to Brother Slingshot, assuming you're a brother, please, by all means, you know, watch this, replay it later, and take the Shahada with us, inshallah. Uh, let me just address the last super chat, and then we can carry on, bro, inshallah. Oh, man, there's so many comments. Yes, inshallah, Brother Bilal. Allahumma barik, bro, for always showing support. Salim from Nelson. Ooh, inshallah. We love that. Okay, so uh, did Slingshot, Snail Shot, huh, did, did he ever come around? No, not yet. So we're just going to do the Shahada right now, uh, virtually, inshallah, because why not? Um, where stuff is cold, we're going to reschedule that, inshallah. So, Rami, just a quick disclaimer before we wrap this up. What is a Shahada? A, a shahada <clears throat> is what you need to do to become a Muslim to accept Islam. A shahada is just a declaration of faith. It's saying that I believe these things and essentially the belief in these things make you a Muslim. Right? And when we get to the translation of it, it, will, it would make more sense, inshallah. It's okay, slingshot. It's okay, listen. Mm-hmm. If you want to accept That's Islam, okay. if you want to become a Muslim, you just have to follow my instructions, okay? There's no problem, and you can. This is going to be recorded and posted, so you can always come back to this timestamp one minute, one hour, and 37 minutes. All right, so 
and and please feel free to check uh, the description box to find our email. Email us. You know, if we can, you can get in touch with us. We can get in touch with you because anytime someone takes a shot with us, like every stream, we love to make a group chat, get to know them better, help them out, give them some resources. Inshallah, hook them up as much as we can for the sake of Allah. So we would love to do that with you too. We don't want to just you know, leave you there. Um, but understand if you continue watching our videos and beneficial Islamic content, you will still learn more and increase your knowledge. And we make dua for that. Allahumma ameen. Ameen. All right. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So for a person to become a Muslim to accept Islam, it's very simple. Firstly, there are certain things you have to believe or certain beliefs you have to have in line to make sure that your beliefs are actually compatible with Islam and what Islam says. So firstly, you have to believe that there's only one God worthy of worship. There's only one God who created everything that exists. He does not depend on anything or anyone. He did not have any beginning. He was not created. And he does not have any associates. There's no father. There's no mother. There's no partners. There's none equal to him. There's no sons, no daughters. And uh, he does not beget nor was he begotten, as it says in the Quran. So if you believe that, that's one uh, box checked. Secondly, you have to believe in the angels, the angels of God, that Allah created this creation called the angels who have free will and only obey him. And he you know, describes and talks about them in the Quran. Second or thirdly, you have to believe in the prophets and the messengers that God has sent to the world. So prophets like you know Adam, peace be upon him, the prophet Moses, Noah, Jesus, peace and blessings be upon all of them, and the prophet Muhammad. Peace and blessings be upon him. Next, you have to believe in the revelation that God sent with these prophets. You know, the original Torah that was given to Moses, the original gospel that was given to Jesus, uh, and the Quran, which was given to the Prophet Muhammad. Peace and blessings be upon him. You have to believe those as well. And when I say believe them, I don't mean that you have to open them and read them, except for the Quran, you have to read the Quran. But, and I don't mean that you need to read it cover to cover to be Muslim, just, you know, it's, it's the word of God. So read it, inshallah, you'll get great wisdom from it. But just believe that God. Tell me, what about this? Uh, the angels do have free will, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Bro, are you sure about this? It that? says angels don't have free will. On angels don't have free will, bro. I'm saying. I'm telling like you. Angel doesn't have free will, bro. I was like, come on, bro. No, 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 no. Because multiple people commented that that they don't have free will to you. So I don't know. Maybe you said they do. I don't know. Yeah, Wait, I learned I that they don't have free will. Yeah, they did don't I, have free will. Oh, I accidentally said they do have free will? I'm thinking because yeah. multiple people commented that angels don't have free will. They wouldn't have probably done that. Oh, yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. My yeah, bad. That was, yeah, just, that was just a slip of the tongue. They absolutely yeah, do not a have free fruit will. In, a fruit and slip of the tongue, my friend. Yeah, my bad. So, <laughs> one God worthy of worship, the angels that do not have any free will. That was a slip of the tongue. My bad. Thank you for correcting me. And the prophets and messengers that God sent to the world. And the revelation that he sent with these prophets. Jazakallah khair uh, for correcting me on that. That was a slip of the tongue. You have to believe in destiny, divine decree from God. And you have to believe in life after death in the day of judgment. You know, the day where we will all be taken to account for both our good and bad deeds. If you believe these six things, then you are ready to become a Muslim. And you just have to say the shahada, the testimony of faith, which is this. I'm going to say it slowly in Arabic and then you would just repeat after me. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Wa ashhadu. Bro. bro, you should start again and go much slower than that. Yeah. They can hey, I'm going to repeat. Every time you say it, I'll repeat it. Yeah. Okay. 
أشهد أشهد أن لا أن لا إله إله إلا الله إلا الله وأشهد وأشهد أن أن محمدا محمدا عبده عبده و و رسوله رسوله I bear witness I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship that there is none worthy of worship except for Allah except for Allah and I bear witness and I bear witness that the Prophet Muhammad that the Prophet Muhammad is the servant is the servant and messenger of God and messenger of God now Abir. you are a Muslim Akbar. <laughs> you are a Muslim now bro comment, comment how you feel inshallah if you want to um, and please reach out to us somehow we will definitely get you sorted out inshallah we'd love to inshallah alhamdulillah <laughs> people got jokes bro alright brothers I'm gonna head out cause it is it's about to be 11pm and I must be going to sleep here inshallah inshallah slingshot writes he feels great alhamdulillah alhamdulillah bro welcome to Islam, brother I love you for the sake of Allah. Please reach out to us once again, either on Instagram or uh, someone wrote, please bring on I'm the Warner. Been there, done that, bro. Come on. Like, what do you want? In person? Type, type it in yeah. on, on YouTube. TBM, the three Muslims, and then put the person that you want. Chances are we probably already had them on. <laughs> you, are you saying you want it in person, bro? You want it in person that bad? All right. Maybe we'll ha- make it happen in person then. We'll Inshallah. Allah. What do you want? You want it ASAP? Maybe we'll do it ASAP then. Just just let us know, bro. But with this being said, brother, on Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bro, don't even say salam. I wasn't even done yet. I hope you have a good day or a rest of your night. Inshallah, we'll see you soon. Keep us in your duas. And uh, assalamu alaikum. It's okay, bro. It happens to the best of us. No, inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Okay, Rami, bro. Anything else you want to add up before we wrap this up? Uh, no, I think, inshallah, we should be good to end it here. Alhamdulillah. Okay. So, Rami's cut looking. Oh, nice. I know, bro. Mashallah. Okay, so this week, inshallah, we will be streaming Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Dr. Ali Atai. I think that's how you pronounce it, right? I believe yeah, so. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, and then that's it. Inshallah, we'll be in person after that. So a little bit of a surprise for you guys coming up. Uh, yeah, Rami can end up, bro. And with that being said, Jazakallah khair for tuning in. Share the stream and like it. Allahumma atana fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa kina adhaab al-nar. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum as
and for Angel.